Hey guys, this is Tony, and welcome to another Tea with Tony. Um, a couple things with me. Check-ins. I'm doing good! Uh, I'm out here. I've been doing a lot more writing, working on my book, guys. And I'm doing some plays. I just did a photo shoot, so bitch, I'm extra excited. Beyond that, I'm thinking about changing the name of this segment from a Tea with Tony to just Tony. I haven't decided what my name yet. Anyway, let's just dive on in, girl, because I know y'all been waiting for me for a while now. What is up with, hmm, you know what, actually I've been dealing with this my whole gay identity. My entire time that I've been out proud and living loud. Um, what is up with people assuming or feeling that a sexual position or a sexual act automatically denotates or automatically has the, <clears throat> never mind, let me. Drop the big fucking words. Why do people think that if you are a top or you have a bottom, that they should therefore put it and adhere it to a heter- traditional heterosexual mindset of I'm a man, you're the woman, I'm the person in charge, you're not, you know, blah, blah, blah. Bullshit. Why do people do that? Especially in gay relationships. I really do not get it. I don't get it. I fucking don't get it. I don't fucking get it. Let me explain. Right? So, I am a cisgendered gay male that's how i identify myself that's what i am hey girl hey you know um i do date typically cisgendered hetero um, homosexual men um or men who identify as such i have also encountered or dated trans men as well as men who identify as straight heterosexual i even dated men who is uh identify as pansexual people you know people who are intersex but i personally am a cisgender gay man and going from there i am also you know as a further identifier a bottom you know i do believe in today's day and age you need to be versatile to a degree you need to be able to top bottom lick it stick it do whatever you got to do because you don't ever know what's going to end up happening and you always want to be prepared and i do also think you should have tried honey Honey, it ain't that bad. Trust me. I've been on both sides of that goddamn cookie. Mm, honey, and it's cookie still tastes sweet on either side. So, look, I know what is good and what's not, but I also know what I like and I also know what I want. That being said, I don't necessarily think that because I identify as a bottom, you know, a person who prefers to be inserted sexually, does that necessarily equate to the feminine role in a heterosexual relationship? Nor do I think that means... I should be automatically feminine, even though I am a naturally feminine person. Like, I'm feminine, right? All right, so, like, this is what... Fem, okay. <clears throat> fem or feminine, in the words, pronouns, whatever, um, are a lot of things. You know, they are expressions of many things, just like masculinity is expressions of many things. And in a sense, even though it doesn't happen... Fully as badly as uh, masculinity, femininity can femininity can have its toxic moments. It doesn't. It's not necessarily as prevalent as toxic masculinity, but it definitely can have its toxic moments where a person can feel, you know, that feminine almost equates to weak, or you know, less than or um, undecisive. You know, all of these things that I know very much women can do. They seen them do i've seen feminine men do i've seen very you know people who are very very what you could some people take the word soft and make it fragile some people make the word fragile weak you know what i'm saying like if you get what i'm saying like following my thought process there 
um it's it's a long list of things and going back towards sex that list or that list of words includes the word submission now point blank period when it comes to sex between two men um there is a dichotomy right there basically and point blank being said there has to be an attitude energy or moment of submission by one party for the other because there has to be a physical penetration you know and as but most men do not say it but a lot of men equate a person who's getting penetrated as weaker than or less than themselves so therefore they will not or they will say that they don't bottom or out loud in the streets around people it does not get spoken of because to them to say you bottom is to say you're the girl and to be the girl in a relationship is to be the weaker partner or the weaker partner or to look weak you know and for whatever reason people don't like to own that firstly bitch let me let you know something all right bitch let me let you know something all right i ain't no weak fucking person all right and i'm not saying that in no mad angry aggressive way i don't gotta be extra talk uh, toxic masculine person to prove my strength nor do i need to prove that i'm really boyish or mannish to prove to battle against an, an, an insane concept which is that if you bottom you're a you're you're less than which is completely, completely inaccurate and untrue. For that reason, it baffles me when guys seek that energy, whether they do it knowingly or unknowingly. And it even further baffles me when there's a negative connotation placed on a bottom that won't get placed on a top. I'm like, what the fuck? Oh my God, y'all, y'all got me fucked up. So the way I was raised, I was raised by my mom and my grandparents and kind of in a very traditional sense. You know, and they always knew I was gay. They always knew that I had this feminine side to me. The way they taught me to be a man and to raise a man is to just be not even manly in a physical acting sense, but to be manly in a more grander, more old school, gentlemanly sense, you know. The way a man handles himself is he carries himself with confidence. A man looks you in his eye. He he owns his mistakes. He apologizes when he's incorrect. Um, he seeks knowledge and he does it forthwith. You know, he needs to know something. He goes, he finds it out. He does not BS about his business. He handles and pays his own bills and his own debts. If he does need help, he seeks the correct help and he does it correctly now we all know that's not always the easiest thing to do especially in this day and age there's too much shystiness and shadiness and craziness going on for a person to be you can't always be the nice guy you know what i'm saying but at the same time you don't have to be of the world to be a part of this world you know what i'm saying you got to know the world you got to know what's going on around you yes but you don't have to be acting like everybody else and be carry yourself like everybody else in order to get things done you can always build your own building make your own path blah 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 blah. you know my way my grandfather told me was like hey take care of yourself take care of your responsibilities have a you know have your shit handled that's how men do shit you know he never ever said to me you know be no thug walk around let motherfuckers know you can beat the ass talk with no deep voice you know he never ever told me that never never not once he told me if you shake somebody's hand you look them in their face when you're speaking to someone speak directly if another man approaches you you deal with that be respectful when you go in somebody else's house and expect respect in your house set your own boundaries and rules these are the things he taught me about being a man and the one thing he did teach me is 
not necessarily even being honest, truthful, lying, and all that shit. He taught me transparency. Let your yeses be yeses and your noes be noes. You know, when you don't want to do something, be honest about it. And if there's a situation where you would just rather not, be grown enough to say, I can't. I won't. You know. The thing that my family taught me is that I am a man and therefore I am powerful. Now, they taught that to the women, too. So that don't mean that <laughs> much in my head that I'm powerful. They are also. But they taught me that I'm powerful and I have my own sense of energy, my own sense of power. And with that, they told me, don't ever let it leave it and give it to somebody else. I am not going to just give up my power. And I do not feel that in a sexual situation, that should change things. I may allow certain things, but that doesn't mean I'm giving you anything. So I don't know why people expect that. But then again, people do it. So let me tell you a quick story. This had me, got me on track of this all. This happened anyway, so it can put a little bit of perspective. So, um... There was a time when I had, you know, I was in my space, my home, and um, I was kind of feeling frisky, feeling a little frisky, feeling a little fun, whatever. We've already talked about the apps and all that shit, but anyway, I um, was talking to a young man online, and I was chatting with him, and we were having this, like, nice conversation. Actually, I'm not even going to fake. I'm giving it too much. I'm lying. We were having a discourse about sex. We were just talking about sex. That's all we were talking about, y'all, because it was late. It was, like, like, one, two in the morning. Ain't nothing over that time of night, but legs. So that's what we were discussing. And he was saying he wanted to come over. Um, in the same tone, there's a person of interest. Well, he's not even really a person of interest. He's just somebody who I've had. He's somebody I've had sex with multiple times. This other person. I wouldn't even call him a friend or an associate. I'm just saying we've had sex at least more than twice. But we've texted, you know. Anyway. Moving right along, that person was texting me because he was near my home and he had gotten stranded. He was doing some business and he didn't have a ride and he needed either a ride home or somewhere to stay. And so my ass, I was a little drunk, y'all. <laughs> my drunk ass in the middle of the night, I'm talking to both of them kind of simultaneously. I basically invited both of them over. So... <laughs> Not really realizing it, you know. Like I had told the person, "Oh well, you know, if you really need to come stay somewhere, you can come stay here." And the same breath, I'm over here making plans with this other dude to come, like bang my box. Like, yes, come on, let's go. And funnily enough, they really did show up within like ten minutes time of each other. I was like, "Oh shit!" Like I get a text message. I'm at your door. I'm like, "Who the fuck is this?" I'm thinking it's the dude. Like he's saying he's on his way, but he had said he was like half hour away. I'm like, "Damn, he got fast." And then I go open the door. It's my friend. Oh shit! Hey, girl. Hey. So <laughs> I kept it straightforward. I was like, look, I just invited somebody over. I was over here doing myself, getting myself ready to do a little yum, 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 yum. So either you have an option, friend, you can leave, you can stay, or stay and go into a different room, or you can stay, um, you can participate. Look, I'm single as fuck, and everybody in that situation was single as fuck. I don't give a fuck when nobody felt dealt. How they was dealing with the shit, but I kept it open. Dude said, "Oh, well, hey, how about I'm with it? Is your friend with it?" I said, "Well, you know what? We didn't discuss any of that. I don't want to feel him to feel like it's a surprise, or I'm playing him or nothing like that, or you know, like trying to trick him. So I, what I'm going to do is I'm gonna text him right now, let him know what's up, and you know that way while he's still in his car and he can turn around, and leave all that bullshit." Bro. My friend said, "Cool." So I hop on my phone. 
And I just like texted him. I said, hey, you know, this is the situation. A friend came. He needs someone to stay. But this is what this friend is to me, which, again, is not, you know, he's just like a, a fuck buddy or whatever. And quite honestly, he is. Oh, in my personal opinion, he's a cool person. And I'm letting the situation be open. I don't mind if he joins. If you want him to join, he can. If you're uncomfortable with that, he does not have to be a part of it. I personally, at the moment, either or works because at that moment i was just drunk and wondering what i wanted dude was actually with it. he was like yeah cool 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 cool. got there like 10 minutes later because it was like random as fuck and i really hadn't been thinking about it like that i decided because it was my space that this is how it's gonna go instead of you coming in and that's just having fun like we've had planned we're gonna actually slow this down a little bit we're gonna have talk gonna talk we're gonna have icebreakers somebody rolled a J. hey got a little drink everybody had a drink let's sit around and talk bitch oh my god now pause let me say this i have had a friend who i know tell me before when i've been telling the stories girl you know what sometimes girl you just need to just like go for it just yeah, yeah, yeah. you don't need to talk so much because you know what you know talking fuck shit up <laughs> why i do believe that sometimes talking can open up doors that you weren't expecting to go through bitch i will never not do that because girl that's the whole point you bitches don't know how to fucking communicate and <laughs> excuse me for just learning shit look point being made back to the story we uh sitting around talking um because it was my home and they were both guests of course i'm a cordial person i act you know i had them come in i showed them where they could like put their things at i showed them where the bathroom was i told them they were free to it whenever they needed it if they needed anything out of the kitchen if they needed anything to eat or drink i had that for them they both asked for something to drink i was able to go get cups ice all that stuff this is just me being cordial this is me showing politeness and kindness to a guest in my home this is what i personally believe that you should do to somebody when they come into your space i don't give a fuck if the goddamn person just selling you goddamn perfume you are supposed to be polite to people be polite to people and if you don't always have to be so open with your politeness you know what i'm saying i don't have to offer you anything but it's not it does not hurt to be kind you know now i don't know what backwards or ass world you motherfuckers were raised in where if a person is doing this that means that they're oppressed and girl oh he must want this dick because look he doing all the stuff and he just around here like a little little like housewife and then like what the fuck who does what huh y'all got me just all the way confused because it's like firstly who raised you and then who raised your mama because clearly she didn't get raised right to teach you some dumb shit like that because that's just dumb like you should never just look at a person that's less than for being what they believe to be cordial kind and open to you you know what i'm saying like that's that's a nasty way of thinking like to put somebody as less than yourself that's like okay it's, it's so many things you can equate that to but to me it's just it's just low it's just low so in the story to because i guess y'all can already grasp where i'm going with it in the story so like yeah they both came in they both were kind of nervous around each other um again i'm a bottom so like in both sexual experiences with the first guy the guy i already knew um he with guy a i'll do that guy a b guy a um he of course was the top but that didn't necessarily explore his full sexual places i don't know you know as far as the guy who's coming in he our arrangement was him as the top also now the guy the second guy was a little bit older i'm 28 the other guy was like 31 guy a was like 31 guy b was like 34 so we're sitting around we're drinking 
I got us all drinks. We're sitting there, we're laughing, having a few booze. And we run out of ice, so I go to get some. I come back. And they're both stark naked. So I didn't say anything. Correction. Guy B was butt naked. Guy A was down to his underwear, but he had gotten, they were, we were all sitting on the bed. He had gotten off of the bed and sat in my chair. And he was kind of sitting up straight in a manner that read to me, he had only gotten undressed down to that part to see what I thought about it, you know? And I'm like guessing because he had encountered me before, he knew better than to do that. So I came back and I just kind of looked. I didn't say anything. So we engaged back in conversation and guy A, a guy, guy B kind of leaned in and started to take off my clothes. And I'm like, um, could you stop, please? Like, first we were talking, and then I just got quiet. And I asked him to stop. So, <laughs> he, <laughs> let me back up a little bit. When I say I texted him when he was on his way, and I told him that the person was here, he did have some hesitation, but he seemed overall okay. And it was not a short conversation. It was not like a two, three text thing. It was actually like maybe like mm, five or six texts, which were like kind of decently lengthful. In those texts, what I read was a sense of, I'm okay with this, but I'm also, it was not what I was prepared for. Therefore, it might need to move slowly. I had decided, and I had said verbally through the text message, we are just going to chill first and let it vibe out and see where it goes. I would prefer that. He said, okay, I'm cool. I'm down with that. Okay. That's a little clarity if I didn't make myself clear, which I'm pretty sure I didn't because I'm just thinking. But yeah. So, and we really had just got in here, you guys. Like we really had got in and got a drink and I was getting ice come back there naked. Um, so I asked, then he leans in, he's touching me, he's trying to get me undressed. I told him to stop. He stopped, but he seemed a little miffed. So then I asked him what had caused him to get undressed. He volunteered that he personally felt like to get undressed would be an icebreaker. It would be easier for everybody in the room. I agreed with the idea of it because I've heard that before, but I personally felt that, well, that should have been something agreed upon by everyone in the room at the time. It should not have been a surprise. It should have been thrown off. No one should have walked into the room unexpected. I didn't do that to anybody else, and I did not appreciate it. Okay, he kind of seemed taken aback. Then he got a little further taken aback because he said, oh, is that the reason why you're not taking your clothes off? I said, I'm not taking my clothes off because I have chosen not to take them off yet, if I choose to take them off at all. And furthermore, it kind of irritates me that you all are undressed because I did not request you all to be undressed. Um, that bothers me. Now, I know some of y'all looking at me, looking at the phone, looking at the camera, whatever. Like, bitch, you the one who got these two boys over here. Why the fuck you got them over here now? You playing the game. Let me explain. To me, I, and maybe this is just me, when I am around people who I just met or I don't know, whether it be one person, two person, ten persons, even if all I want to do is suck your dick. Even if all I want to do is get some dick, uh, play with you, just be nasty. I don't believe in just physical engagement. 
Meaning I don't just I never ever just walk into somebody else and drop to my knees. I never ever just walk into somebody else take my clothes off. I never just walk into somebody's space and just become sexual. For one, I don't always know what I'm fully walking into. And for two, I just I personally need a vibe. I have made peace with the fact that right now I might not be finding or seeking love. So I don't not necessarily need to have such strong connections or even put too much energy into it. But in the same breath, I don't want to just be fucking and moving, fucking and moving. You desensitize yourself when you do that. And in the same breath, you also, um, you miss out on some good opportunities, but you also give away your energy to some bad people. The fact of the matter is when you have sex, you give away energy. You get some back from another person, but you also give away energy. And I don't want to just be giving my energy out to people. That's giving away some of your power. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to fuck nobody and they get a fuck on my nerves. Nor do I want to have sex out of obligation. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I meet up somebody online and we chat, 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 and you get here and our energy not clicking, I ain't about to just fuck you just because you came. I'm like, oh, girl, well, it's not really working out. You know, da, 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 da. That is my point of vibing with a person. That's what I say when I say vibes. When I say vibes, I really mean talk to you. When I say vibes, I mean discuss. When I say vibes, I mean connect, you know? Vibes to me is not a new form of chill, which I always hated, which is people's way of saying fuck. Like, hey, you trying to chill? You mean, are you trying to fuck? Like, when you say chill to me, I'm thinking let's watch a movie, let's play a video game, da 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 Chill don't even include the the thought of fuck to me and now people trying to use this new word you trying to vibe out you trying to vibe you trying to feel about bitch you're trying to vibe means you're trying to understand me you can't understand me if me and you are on two different pages if my whole page is over here fully dressed and your page is over there fully naked we're not on the same page so and why was i being rude or snarky or difficult because decisions were made in my home without my knowledge, without my consent. And I know y'all looking like, bitch, you overthought the fuck out of this for no reason. But this is the whole point that I'm making. We don't think about that shit. We just do. People, I personally have been in many situations where I don't think I just did. And I have walked away from all those situations very irritated, agitated, disappointed, or over it. How many times do you meet up with somebody online and whether it's good or bad, you don't talk to them again? Because all you did was react to a physical moment of let me just fuck and then later on you're like girl i didn't know nothing about that motherfucker i don't know their name who's that next who's that in another room why was that on their wall like you you don't know anything because you don't ask or speak to and it puts a person in a weird mindset when you've put that much physical energy you, most of us love ourselves i love my motherfucking self and you treat your body the way you treat it most of us say oh we treat our body like a temple but we don't but we do damn sure treat our bodies like it's important. It's a special. It's a trophy. And so then when you go out here and you just fuck somebody, it feels like you didn't pat left your fucking trophy in a motherfucking, I don't know, a garbage bin for a second. Because you don't even know who the fuck you just gave your trophy to, bitch. It hurt. It, it, it's baffling, isn't it? Me, I like to personally think of my body as a trophy. And I like to say that if I pass my trophy around, which I don't mind doing sometimes, that it's in the hands of good, decent people. I don't want to just pass it around to a bunch of assholes who might melt the bitch down. No. Whew, girl, ooh, I talked, ooh. Well, that was cute. I articulated that better than I thought I would. Anyway, whole point being, all of that was said just to say a decision was made in my home that I did not like. And when I addressed it, he, this is guy B, felt that I, this is his response, you're bottom, you do what you're told. Bitch, what? Girl, mm, mm. 
bitch. Let me not, girl. Let me not, girl. Let me not. No, girl, I'm gonna do it. Anyway. <laughs> no, bitch, like, this is so stupid. So, I that wasn't his verbal response, but that's basically how he said it or the way I interpreted it. His res- actual verbal response when I told him, you know, I felt that that was, um, you know, a rude thing to do was, oh, well, you know, I hate being in situations where I read signals wrong, but then again, people oftentimes ask for what they want incorrectly or they don't know what they want and therefore you're stuck trying to figure it out i started laughing and i just left that alone because i knew what he was getting at you asked for this shit and i was here and you don't want it or you scared of it which is like a challenge you scared of this dick so you want to come you want to come get it just let me say something that's some fake ass whack ass seventh grade psychology girl go 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 something with that bullshit girl personally yeah, she got your clothes off now, and I can actually see your dick, and it ain't much, girl. Honey, I done had her for lunch and breakfast and spit her out, but she ain't nothing, girl. Okay, girl, ain't nobody out here about to chase no dick. Girl, what? Ew. Girl, look. How dare you, bitch? You gonna sit up here and act like your dick is that fucking great? I ain't even had sex with you, bitch, and it's another dick sitting right in the chair. What are you talking about? Like, <laughs> his response to me was to challenge me because he wanted what he wanted in that moment. He didn't see that what I wanted made more sense and why I wanted it. And what I wanted was a simple, not even an apology. I wanted him to acknowledge like, oh, yeah, you're right. You know, that was wrong with me. I just made an assumption. My bad. You know, he could have stayed naked. So because he made that statement, I said, please put your clothes back on. No, put your clothes back on. I took the please out. He said, all right, he put his clothes back on. The other person who was sitting there whole time silent, not saying anything. So we're sitting there for like the heartbeat of a second talking no in silence. Right. But it's my house. I control the energy. I control the room. I'm not going to let his ass irritate me. Now, most of y'all said, well, you know what? Why didn't you just put him out? Well, we have been having a good time until then. It was a blip. I said, you know what? My overall experience of this person has not irritated me so much to the point where i'm like fuck it so let's just see where the night goes and then again there's another person sitting right there who i barely acknowledged this far so i'm like so hey blah 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 what's up person a so he's hey now he he's been silent this whole time not because he had to be or because i asked him to be but because like i said we've encountered each other before and we have not had a physical or verbal issue like that but we've had sex in a sense where me and him have had sex before and sometimes when you're having sex you do pick up on certain things he has picked up during our physical interactions that i do not like to be dominated unless i allow it he has tried to be over aggressive and i said no with my body and once he understood that i think we've had sex like three times once he understood that the first time and then you know a little bit more the second time the third time i basically let him have fun because he asked and he got what he wanted and he got way more than he expected. He was surprised, actually. So here in our fourth now encounter, he's looking at it like this. If I'm demanding of this person, I'm not going to get what I want. Therefore, I need to be submissive. Understanding? That is a hard pill or thought for a lot of tops to swallow because now they feel like they're playing a game and it's a game of power. And here's the reality of that game. I'm going to win, bitch. (laughs) Point blank, period. Because in my mind, power, sex, and submission do not equate to manhood 
nor do they equate to success. Because I make a decision what I'm doing with my body during sex does not mean that that makes you make decisions in my household, honey. Do not do that. Do not do this. Do not do that. Girl. <laughs> now, I know for some of y'all, it's a lot. Y'all, like, this bitch talk too much. He do too much. He doing a lot. But I know some of y'all understand what I'm saying because it's hard out here. You know what I'm saying? What people say all the time is they want this thing. I want a mask top. I, I mean, I want a mask bottom. Mask for mask. M-A-S-C. M-A-S-C. Nobody likes to own or hold their femininity anymore. And I am not necessarily over the top fam. I'm not extra flamboyant or extreme or anything like that. And I have no issues with that. It's just not me personally. But I am a very small person. Skinny, skinny, slender. And I'm very short. And I do tend to lean more on the feminist. I do have heels. I do wear makeup at times. I wear pink nail polish all of the time. My clothes are always well-fitting, well-trimmed. I'm very clean-cut. And, you know, I talk like this, sugar. I speak like this. I'm open to this, you know. Now, do I code switch? Yes, of course I code switch. But my own way, you know. Everybody see me, they see that little gay boy. But I, I do my little boyhood on. What's up, y'all? What's up, homie? What's up, show? <laughs> and when I'm at work, I speak very professionally. I have to. But I don't take me out of the, the sauce. I don't take my sauce off of it ever. And it has not harmed me thus far. Dealing with these guys, they want you to be extra masculine. All online, you see all of these kind of disparaging or off-putting remarks on people's profiles. Don't come with G-Film. Get away from me with that lisp shit. Get, a, get away from me with you talking all this type shit. You know, and then you see all these profiles, you know, bo- they got pictures of nothing but their dicks, but their profiles say bottom. Or they dress, all these dudes dressed like the thug. Like, you know, looking like everybody's like profile number one. You know, but then they're all bottoms or... That's what they seek out. Okay? Now, I, can't, I cannot yuck somebody else's yum. If that's what you like, bitch, like, that's what you like. But you're not going to put on me that if I don't physically act like that or carry myself like that, then there's something wrong with me. There's nothing wrong with me. And don't try to act like I'm undesirable, bitch, because I am very desirable. Bitch, I'm sexy. Bitch, I'm fucking a ooh, girl. Bitch. Please. Do you know how fucking good I look, bitch? How, oh, sorry, y'all. I was giving myself orgasm. (laughs) No, but seriously, I am beautiful. And beyond beautiful, I'm sexy. And I own my sexiness. As a matter of fact, I'm a little bit too sexy. I think I exude it a little bit too much. I think I give people the impression that that I'm overly sexual. And I mean, I like sex, but it's not worrying, bitch. Trust me, sex is not everything. And then that's just the whole point. Like, these dudes be out here acting like, if you are feminine, that you act like a woman, this way you carry everything is like a girl. No. It does not mean I'm weak. Dot, dot, dot. Nor does it mean that I'm overly sexual, I'm a whore, I'm hyper. Now, mind you, most men are sexual. And most gay men are hypersexual. So it irritates me with a fucking person who identifies as a top to act a certain way towards a bottom so I'm, I'm mixing up concepts i'm throwing about three different things out there at once i'm sorry guys but i'm all thinking about this because all of this was basically happening in that moment because this man was now kind of an attitude i had moved on from him basically i'm sitting here now when i say moved on i mean i moved on from the situation i dropped it in my head at that moment i was like okay we're over it we're past it He had to make his little passive-aggressive statement because he felt emasculated in that moment. He made a decision, and I reversed it. He didn't like that. And then what he wanted 
to do was banter with me back and forth, which is why he tried to make a statement afterwards. I allowed silence, much like sleep, silence to kill the situation for a few moments by not responding to him. Then I reopened the conversation completely new, speaking to the other person with a new energy, letting it go. And I purposely made sure that we included him in the conversation by saying, you know, oh, yeah, yeah. just kind of turning to him. The person was saying, you know, talking about his life, moving this, that, and forth, uh, what's going on with him. And, that, you know, he, his similarities of what was going on with him was some of the things that had been written in the other guy's profile. So I kind of like, oh, isn't that what you did too? You know, that way I was not purposely excluding him, nor did I try or show any way of trying to over embellish me and the other guy's relationship by asking him questions about past times or anything like that. Because we're not even in anything, you know, we just had sex a few times. So, you know, I tried to make the situation as even as possible. And it, it kind of got lighter. However, <laughs> however, so we were talking, you know, we were all discussing, and um, he just seemed miffed. He seemed very, very miffed. So we had got to a point in the conversation where I now was more comfortable and I had just taken off like my shorts or something like that. Like I got down to my skivvy. I still wasn't naked. I was in my drawers. So he had asked, I guess he felt a little bit more comfortable with me. And I'll say the lapse of time from time to time was like maybe 30 minutes. So 30, maybe almost 40 minutes, you know, things kind of mellowed out. He felt a little bit more comfortable. He asked the question, so how... Did you guys meet, you know, I, I had told him on the phone that somebody I had met before and we had had sex. So, you know, I didn't feel like it needed to be brought up. But since he asked, he asked the other person, how did you guys meet? He interjected. He, he didn't seem like he wanted to answer the question. So I answered it. We met online the same way I met you. We came over, we had sex and it was good. So we met up again, we did it again. And I don't know, it might happen again tonight. It might happen again another night. Why? <laughs> Well, I mean, I know, I, I, okay. Oh, I was laughing at his response because I already knew what was coming. He asked, not both of us, but that person in particular because he had a follow-up question that wasn't directed at me, but was about me. So I said, well, what was that follow-up question? He's like, I was going to ask him, you know, what did he do? Or how long did it take him to get into your drawers? Y'all, I just started laughing. I said, honey, he didn't do anything. He was like, oh, so you just gave it up to him? No. He was like, so what are you talking about? He was confused. I said, look, before I met him, like in person, we spoke on the phone and we spoke via message. And we said exactly what we were going to do. We already were fully physically, mentally set on what we were going to say and do. There were no other parables. Uh, I said parable, sorry. There were no other points came up, no other things happened that may have added to that. And when he got here, he, he did what he said he was going to do. I did what I said, and we enjoyed it, and we were able to expand the party. Part of the reason we enjoyed it so much is because when you meet somebody and you're very open and transparent with them, and they're transparent back, it's easy to trust them. It opens a new layer. 
That's what people do not understand with their shicey, slick, sneaky asses. When you lie to me, most times I can tell you're lying. Bitch, and it's not a big deal. But, bitch, the reason people say it's not a big deal is because when a person knows that you're lying, they know not to trust you. And, therefore, it's not a big deal because they already don't trust you. You know what I'm saying? It's another thing if I'm trying to trust you or I want to trust you and you lie to me. That's when it becomes a big deal. Now, this person and me, person A, had opened up and been transparent to each other because we had held the conversation previous and it had been such a decent conversation that we was like, let's be honest about our feelings, or our thoughts in this moment. I said we were going to say it. And then when the physical moment came, we were very honest. We did what we said we were going to do. And that made us very, you know, more interested. So now that fast forwards us to this night. Why the fuck is he sitting here acting like this motherfucker came over and gave me candy or some shit? Like he's over here talking to something. Well, what did you do to his pants off? Um, he, he, he was honest, transparent, he was kind. He was he damn sure was cordial and polite when he came to my damn house. Nah, nah, I'm just huh, girl, y'all child. He goes on this long tirade about being in a situation with people who don't know what they want or who are afraid to articulate what they want or who want something but they don't want to say it. And then he goes on to talk about a story about a girl who wanted to be fucked but she didn't want to say she wanted to be fucked so instead she kept emasculating her husband until finally one day he raped her and that's what she wanted <laughs> yo is that what motherfuckers think that you feel the need to be dominated in order to be enjoyed I don't like that. I do not like that. I do not like that. So I finally paused the conversation. And I said, you know what? This is the reason I'm not even... You know what? So let's just address this. Let me explain this to you so you can understand what's happening right now. Because you don't seem to understand what's happening. You're in my house. Therefore, this is my space. And in my space, you will move the way I want to move. If I ask you to stay here, you stay here in this spot. If I ask you to go there, you go there in this spot. You're a grown fucking human being. So I don't hold you or jail you. If you ever want to leave, you're welcome to. You know what I'm saying? But you're in my space. I ask very calmly, but very politely, that you be kind and polite in my space. Do as I ask. Point blank, period. Now, when it comes to sex... Yes, you have a say-so in sex because it is a mutual decision. That does not mean the rules automatically flip. That don't mean because you are now the top, we change the rules. If I say we don't go in the motherfucking kitchen, we don't go in the motherfucking kitchen. I don't give a fuck how sexy your nasty fucking ass thinks it is, bitch. And you don't sit here and tell me, well, I'm daddy. Daddy say do this. Daddy can kiss my goddamn ass and not the sweet spot. Bitch, what's wrong with you? Girl. He's looking at me like he's confused. I'm saying, I'm explaining to you about this being my house because when I came in and told you to put your clothes back on, you seem to feel like you got checked. That is what happened. But it did not necessarily me trying to pull a power move on you. Honey, this is my home. I'm a grown man. When a grown man says yes or no, that is what he says. This is my home. Do not do certain things in my home. You can mad over here talking something I'm playing hard to get. I'm not playing hard to get. We could have moved on from that moment and left it alone. Or better yet, if you had thought about it, you should have, you know, just, I don't know, waited and 
asked me like a grown man or asked me directly. So he tries to flip the shit and says, well, there's another person here. Oh, so now you don't believe me then. You do not believe me when I tell you the story about him coming and he, you know, just showed up. I even told him and both of them. I said, hey, my bad. I double booked. Because even though the friend was just stranded somewhere and he needed somewhere to come to, I'm from, like I said, we've had sex before, and I'm pretty sure sex would have ended up happening again. So I said I had double booked. It was an accident. I was drunk in the middle of the night. That was a mistake that I made. Did I lie or shy from it? No. I immediately alerted all parties involved. I gave them options, and I even gave them this option, this. And then I set a standard and a precedent. This is what's going to happen until further notice. And until further notice is on me. I will make the decision on further notice. Not you two, not him, not you. You don't come in here saying, yes, okay, that's all cool, 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 but basically in your head, you already make another decision. No. And if your other decision in your head is based on because you think I'm lying to you, you can just say that. Or even better yet, you can leave. Now, I'm sorry that the world has divulged into a situation or a place where people do shit like that. I really am. But ultimately... That's not my fault nor my problem. I can't apologize for the world, honey. I can only apologize for me. And for me, I can only say this much. I kept it real. And you seem to be okay with it, but clearly you are not. And I don't know what to do with that. But I know one thing I will not do is fight with somebody in my house about the shit. <laughs> if I tell you don't do it, don't do it, girl. Simple as that. You getting all mad. So I'm trying to trick people into doing shit. Or I need to be fucked hard to be taught a lesson. Bitch, what? So that's when person A interjects. And he basically explains to person B, I've encountered this individual. I understand this individual a little bit. I think I see what you're saying. That's not it. He's not trying to he's not trying to emasculate you. He's not trying to pull a power move. If anything, he's trying to make this as comfortable as possible. And you're kind of being a dick. Because you're not seeing all the work he's doing to make sure that we're okay. Because right now, all you want is what you want. And because he's not paying all his attention fully to you, or he's not just doing what you want in this second, you're getting irritated. And now you're saying he's playing hard to get. And honestly, sitting here watching it, that's why I've been so quiet. I really think that's, you know what? I, I mean, I'll step out of this situation if y'all need me to. But honestly, I really think that's fucked up. Because he's, he's a good guy. And you're really kind of playing with him because you just want some sex. The guy, that's all guy A said all, all that. Guy B sitting there looking like, like he looks stuck. And then he's looking at him and then he's like, you know, but people playing. He goes in this long little whiny ass thing about people, people, people. And my whole thing was, girl, I'm one person. So I, the reason I let the two of them just hash that whole conversation out and I just listen is because I learned a lot listening to them, you know, bitch. I didn't know tops had that type of language where they assume that a bottom is like bitches really sit around thinking we just think about dick all day. What? You know, I don't. I really fucking don't. But the way them bitches was talking is like, you know, because bottoms do this and bottoms don't know how to talk about their feelings and bottoms don't know how to say what they want and bottoms don't know how to do. And I'm listening to like, what? But I don't like that bitch shit, and I don't like this type of shit. So I'm listening. I'm just like, hold the fuck up. I finally interject. I'm like, what are y'all talking about? Like, I'm confused. And so they both kind of start piecing together this narrative to me. And basically, the narrative is that a lot of these bottoms play more boyish online 
and they want what how do they explain this shit to me they play really boyish online they act really masculine but in reality they're really feminine because in their minds a feminine person is a person who wants a lot they want sex a certain way they want this done a certain way but they don't know how to articulate it and because the people they seek out are these masks for masked men they are pretending so basically saying people out here acting masculine but they're not really masculine and when you get in their space their feminine qualities start to show and it's unattractive because they basically lied to you now i'm laughing because i'm like well i understand that thought process that makes a lot of sense but bitch what does that have to do with me i ain't lied about nothing sugar my profile gay i'm gay girl i i even told the motherfucker before he met me that i was feminine gay and uh, beyond that what does that still have to do with that Again, you jumping on some bottoms don't communicate, bottoms don't communicate, bitch. I was talking to you, telling you what I was thinking, feeling going on. To me, it seemed like you're saying you don't like all this shit about violence, people doing all this other shit, but then I'm doing the reverse of the shit, and you don't like that either. So clearly, uh, you don't know what you want. And I started laughing because I'm saying, did it ever occur to you that whether I'm telling you directly what I want, or a person is indirectly or not say anything else to you about what they want, that all the energy or information in those moments are being focused on you. Have you at once or even assumed what I want? He's like, huh? Like you, haven't, you haven't worried at all about what I want. Yes, I told you what I wanted, but you knowing that you haven't made really any moves to do it or show me that energy towards it, you just sat here and pouted about not getting your way. Man. I, I when he said when he said man like that like it was no big deal I already stopped his ass I said I know you ain't sitting over here thinking just because you bring some dick you about to be worshipped or some shit bitch oh no ma'am no ma'am get out girl y'all he thought I was joking I was dead ass I told him to get the fuck out girl get out get out bitch what's wrong with you are you serious you think because you got some dick bitch that I'm supposed to just bow down to you? And that me being cordial in my household was my showing you signs of me trying to get this dick and I'm so excited for it? Bitch, are you serious? Hell no, bitch. You gonna come your ass over here. First of you, I need you to suck this dick and then eat my ass, bitch, and you better do both right. And if you bite me, bitch, I'm gonna kick you in your goddamn face. I'm gonna let you know that right now, okay, girl? Don't you ever in your life insult me like that, girl. And girl, what? Girl, if all you got to bring to a table is a goddamn dick, you don't got much, bitch. And especially if you a top girl. Girl, you, get, you a top who can't even host. Bitch, girl, go somewhere. Oh, my God. You really realize sitting here with an attitude with me in my house because I am not catering to you the way other bottoms cater to you because they don't know how to communicate. But I have communicated to you what I wanted and you don't like that because I'm being too aggressive. It's overmasculating you because what I wanted changed. First, I wanted direct sex. Now I just want to vibe. Bitch, I'm glad I wanted to vibe. I wanted to vibe because there are now two physical bodies in my space. I honestly didn't think the two of y'all was going to vibe together. And I didn't want to be dealing with that. Honestly, I like, if I'm in a threesome or I'm in a group situation, I want everybody to be interacting with each other. I don't want to have to take care of one person, then jump to the next person. I don't want to do that. And since both of you identify as tops, bitch, I assume that I'm going to have to be the person dealing with all of the meat, boo. You know, girl, So, yes, you know what? I will equate myself feminine, like the women, taking care of everything, as usual. Why the little bitch-ass boys sit around and cry about being masculine? Y'all sound fucking
is stupid. And then when you get mad when a person reads you on it, you try to start making these nasty ass quips about dick. Oh girl, that's fine. I'm pretty sure your whole been blown out. You've been out here fucking What? This is all the shit that's going on. He, he I told him he need to leave. He got mad and something. I'm pretty sure that whole got blown out. Anybody. I said, bitch, girl, you bitch, look. Your profile is very sex oriented. You yourself sat here and we was talking and he was talking about we were having a conversation. And he was talking about like all the people he had sex with. Like it was nothing. Cause it was nothing. You can have sex with whoever. But why the fuck you sit over here talking about all these niggas you done plunge your dick in, but now all of a sudden, oh, I done got my hole blown out. So now you trying to tell me that I'm a whore? I'm a I'm nasty, but you not? Bitch, ain't we sitting in here together, bitch? You came over here to fuck me, bitch. I didn't hit you up, girl. Girl, don't be trying to yuck my yum, bitch. Girl, go somewhere. I, ugh, bitch. I cannot take. I cannot take no top with no bitch ass attitude. But yet, I'm not a man. I don't handle myself. But you over there like a... You're not even acting like a woman. You're acting like a fucking child. That's even worse. Uh-uh, honey. I ain't into that pedophilia shit. Mm-mm, girl, girl, sit with that shit. He was mad. Because everything that I basically just said just now, I said to him louder and a little bit more aggressively. But I said the exact same thing. And the other person was like, ooh. And he was like, I'm not trying to call you a hoe. And I'm not trying to emasculate you. I said, I feel, I feel like you're trying to emasculate me. Why? He like, I'm just saying bottom should act a certain way. What is that? I'm supposed to... Not say what I want physically, but show you with my body. Yeah, like it'd be dope if I just came in and you was ass up, face down. I'm like, you didn't say that firstly. Secondly, because that could have possibly happened, but you didn't say that. Well, I don't want to be rude. But you were rude. You came in my house and you were very rude. So clearly you don't mind being rude, but it depends on what it is. Mm, girl, you are scared to ask for what you want because you didn't know if you were going to yes or no. And you put all your motherfucking ideas in. If I pretend and lie and say I'm going to do something else, I might get what I want. Or maybe I'll do something different. What I'll do is I'll wait till I'm actually physically engaged with him and then switch up. Girl, no. You won't do that with me ever, honey. Ever, honey. Okay? All the people do that too. You know that's the funny thing? That happens to me a lot because I'm small, right? You know I'm real short? Guys always feel like, let me sweet talk him online. Get over there getting them guts and then just start power fucking or start acting crazy or start making him call me daddy. And they always gag, girl, because I first physically, I have no reason saying stop. I'm not one of them people going to run across the bed. I'll just stop. And then I will, um, girl, if I, can, if I tell you to stop and you don't stop, bitch, I am very strong. I'm way stronger than I look. I can lift about two, two and a half, about 250. Mm, the average man is somewhere around what? 175, 180. Girl, bucking you up off me ain't no easy. No, ain't, it's not hard. Bitch, and oh, oh, and trust me, the grip back there is very tight. Trust me, bitch. I will grab and clamp down so hard that you can't move. I have done it before. I will do it again. Don't ever feel like you're going to use your body as no weapon and try to fuck me or rape me or hold me down and make me do something. And there was a time when people would try to do that. And I used to get really scared. I used to get scared, y'all. I actually went telling a lot. It did happen to me once. And it fucked my head up for a little while. Cause afterwards, when I asked him why he didn't stop when he saw that it was making me uncomfortable, he said it was because I played hard to get. Because I had opened it up to him. I had flirted. I had said that's what I wanted. And then when we got in the act, I acted scared or nervous and it irritated him. So he just went for it. 
in his sense, he basically tried to make it seem like it was my fault for putting him in that, in that space to begin with. He tried to make me feel responsible. And it was not my fault. It was not my fault. And I felt bad about it for a long time. I felt fucked up. And it made it hard for me to connect with other people and other tops. Because I was afraid that if I tried to be open with them, they'll take advantage like he did. So I was for a very long time would say to people, oh, okay, come on. And, you know, I'm horny. And then they would get here and I'd be real shy. And it would take a long time to get, you know, physically engaged. And sometimes they would get on people's nerves. And at first I'd be real apologetic about that. But after a while I stopped caring. Then I encountered a person who explained to me very honestly and very sweetly actually that even though he understood my sense of physically doing that that what it did to people was give them the wrong or very extremely misleading impression of a coquettish kind of attention-seeking person you know you don't really want to have sex you want attention but you're saying that because you know that's what the other person wants but you're banking on the fact that they're probably not being honest with you and that therefore you won't feel bad about it you know what i'm saying like that's what he explained to me this other person this is a long time ago you know explain that to me he's like and that's why i understand that thought process it can put you in a weird situation with people because people's mental mind games are really crazy you know some people are very good at this they might not ever pass the motherfucking test in school but some people are really good at this mental dexterity shit and it's not saying that you're not good at it you know guy talking to me he was just saying that you're above it. You are beautiful enough and well-placed enough that bitch, you can just say yes or no. And me going back to what my grandfather had taught me in life about being a man, bitch, I understood that yes, bitch, all I, all I have to do is say yes or no. So I stopped being that way on purpose. And I have purposely since then been very transparent, been very open, been very direct about what I will do, what I won't do, what I do want, what I don't want, what I will have, what I want to happen, what I want to go forward from this, what I want after this. I'm extremely transparent and bitch, I have gotten very much of nothing from it. I've got mostly good nights. I've had almost good, constant, not constant good sex, but every time I've had sex, it's been pretty damn decent. Like the last nine months of sex have been better than my whole life so far so it's like oh, okay good but on top of that i've not really gotten much relationship wise but i've gotten some friends out of it i've met some amazing people some great mindset stories and energy but i've also but y'all look i will say this though i used to have sex like all the time like weekly daily like mm, out of seven days a week i probably sex four days a week back in the day Nowadays, I probably have sex like once every two weeks, three, something like that. Like, it's slowed down. And it's not through lack of effort. I mean, other than my other life choices and things going on, bitch, I will not be able to find people who I can engage with in that manner. You know what I'm saying? Because once I meet somebody and you deal with them, the shit starts falling apart. You engage and you vibing with people. And you realize, bitch, I don't really like you that much. Or you're not my type. And I'm not that girl. I'm not about to just fuck you because you're here. Nope. Mm Mm-mm. And that's very much of what was been going on for the last few weeks. And that was very much of what was going on in that night. Me and that man just did not click. And I was okay with that. I was okay with me and him not clicking. It was the fact that he was not okay with it. Because he felt like I was trying to demean him. And he felt very much like, it, bitch, you got, like he felt tricked. And he felt like I was trying to make him feel less than himself. So instead of just leaving or even voicing any of that, he tried his best to try to upset me or piss me off in that moment. 
I don't get it. I don't like it. It wasn't cool. It wasn't right. But it wasn't a last picture. In the end, I felt like God or the universe or whatever purposely made that situation happen. We did not physically fight. We didn't even really raise our voices. But there was a third person here. You know what I'm saying? I'm usually very on top of my shit. So I would usually know if I had some two people coming over here or you know, something like that. No, no, no. Me having a momentary moment of not remembering and honestly just making sure the friend was okay. Because like that was more so, are you okay? You need somewhere to stay the night thing as opposed to a sexual thing. It never occurred to me that Oh, maybe he might have been here to articulate to this person, but also to like show a sign of support. Because he's also a top. He was on, it was like walking two sides of the same corner. He was so helpful. But he also like kind of let the dude know like you're being an asshole right now. And I see why bottoms, you know, act the way they act. Why they are either really bitchy or really sweet or really girly because it's like there's Basically, you respond to my energy. The way he was acting was like, respond to my energy the way I want, or I'm, you know, you're going to be alone. And beyond being alone, you know, you're not going to get no dick or whatever. Da, da, da. I'll spread it out to other people. Like, you're difficult. Like, this is how you are. And he was very much giving that energy. And the dude said to him, he said, that's not cool, you know? If I did not know any better, I would, you know, dude said to him, if I didn't know no better, if I was sitting around a bar listening to you talk, and you was explaining this, I would believe you over the bottom. Or I would believe what you said went down the way you said it because, not because you make more sense, but because it sounds more like, you know, relatable or more, it makes more of a sense story than his because ultimately a person would have to know that person's personality for the story to make sense. If they don't know me personally, they're going to assume when you say the word bottom, that it's this feminine little weak person. It's this and that I'm saying all this shit. All this shit sounds real harsh, mannish, top shit. So it's like, a bottom didn't say that. Girl, if he said that, he was playing hard to get girl. He was lying, uh-huh, girl, uh-huh. Like, that's what a person not knowing me would say. And he said, if I was in a bar listening to the shit, I would think that she was, he was lying and that you were telling the truth. You know that. That's fucked up. You're sitting there trying to play, play this man, and you're getting mad because he's reading you back. And the dude got mad and was like, look, ain't nobody got time for this bullshit in the middle of the night. I said, honey, if all you're doing with your life is looking for sex in the middle of the night, then that means you got plenty of time for anything. Now, please leave my home. He left. <laughs> and that was it, you know. Now, I know it's a lot to talk about. But, bitch, like, it's just, like, a lot to me to think about because it was just so fucking much, bitch. And afterwards, like, me and the friend, actually, we didn't even um, have sex. And I keep switching up his pronoun because, uh, the pronoun, well, what he is, you know, because he is not or has not been a friend to me, you know. I, I use that word very strongly. I take the word friend very strongly. Um, so, therefore, I do separate in my mind very very sharply the divide between a, a date, a hookup, a meetup, a friend, an associate, uh, uh, you know, co-worker, all that shit. I separate all that shit very sharply. So I don't consider you my friend, even if we are in a friendly moment. 
However, I do understand very well that one can bleed into the other, or if you open up your mind or your walls a little bit, you know, things can change. In that moment, that person was a sexual partner, a past sexual partner, but he didn't act like it. He acted like a friend and a very kind friend as well as that. And then after, because after that, he did not press me for sex. The option was clearly there on the table. I am very attracted to him. He attracted me. And there was no sense of intimacy either. It was not a sense of, oh, like, he stuck up on me. Thank you. Oh, I like you now. Let me give you my butt. It was not that. It was a grown man looking out for another grown man out of a sense of respect and a shine of respect. And I was happy and I was very appreciative of it. And his sen- and what he said to me afterwards was because I feel like I've been in the same situation that you've been in. This is him talking to me now and learning me learn something about him. He said, you know, he, he used to bottom a lot. He used to love, he's fully versed actually, but he used to bottom more than top. And basically he said, you know, he'd been in the same situation, but he didn't know how to articulate it. He had been around somebody who would come into his house and he liked the dick and the person would always just kind of act like an ass. They come over, do whatever the fuck they wanted. And that would irritate him. And when he finally said something to the person, the person kind of split bad on him like, oh yeah, fuck you. You ain't gonna get this dick no more. And then later on, he found out the person that kind of making him seem like he was just a jealous bottom who had got mad at him for having sex with other people because he felt like that was his dick. So then he got mad and tried to say something to him about something passive aggressively. And he personally felt like his personal reputation had never bounced back from that shit. So he just stopped bottoming. And I was like, damn. And did you see the person again? Did you confront them? He was like, no. So why? He was like, I, I just felt embarrassed. And I felt bad, y'all. I really felt fucking bad. I felt that was fucked up. And we sat right in his bed. We cuddled and we went to sleep. And we got back up. The next day, he was he was good. He was really good, actually. And I was good. We were all right. We had a nice morning. And he made sure he got home. So. And I said to myself, you know what? I think I'm going I'm to check. I'm going to text him later to make sure he's good. Like, okay, like mentally and emotionally. I think even though it was a small thing to some or even to him, I think it was a big deal. And it was something he wasn't anticipating doing. And it was something I wasn't expecting for to come out of all of that. But I'm glad he shared that with me. And afterwards, I was like, oh, we both needed that. That was a moment of complete solidarity. And I'm glad it happened because that was a fight against toxic masculinity. I do not like to be told that if I don't act a certain way, I am not a man. Nor do I like to be told that if I'm not a certain way as a bottom or feminine, that that makes me issue-matic. No. Being gay is what you make it. And being sexual is your fucking beat, bitch. Do what you want to make you happy. But never curb or change yourself for somebody else. And don't adhere to other people's standards. I don't give a fuck if every motherfucker in the world says that all tops act like this and all bombs act like this. That's a stuck, dumb motherfucker who don't know how to explore shit outside of their brain. Yes. And you will never know how great things will be if you don't check. All these people out here on these fucking drugs talking about some shit not hot oh shit not working the way i want it to work da, 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 da. that's because you using a fucking drug or a substance to take the place of your feelings you're letting the drugs think from you you're letting the drugs tell you what's going on bitch no girl use your brain 
And the and the fucked up part is, you talk to anybody who is on drugs, the first thing the motherfuckers will say to you, well, the reason I get high is because everything gets on my nerves. No, bitch. Everything don't get on your nerves. Your common sense is telling you not to deal with certain shit. Stupid. Ugh. I'm sorry, y'all. Just thinking about shit got me irritated. Hot and heavy, honey. Oof. Anyway, girl, I done made this whole segment an hour motherfucking long. I ain't mean to do that. If you can stand here under the sound of my voice after all this long ass time, girl, I give you kudos. Matter of fact, I will give you a damn dollar, bitch. Because that's a long ass time to listen to my motherfucking ass talk. But thank you. Anyway, this has been a very long tea with Tony. Oh, bye.